you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast, Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Join us, Steve. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you doing? I'm great. Um, you know, Battle of Alberta is always uh, always spicy. It's always fun. The building's a little bit louder, uh, you know, kind of like it was last night or the last few nights in Alberta with Toronto fans coming in. And, uh, you know, the orders are rolling, and Calgary Flames would love nothing more than to uh, to end this losing streak, or sorry, winning streak of the Edmonton orders. Um, where, where do you see the Flames at, Steve? Like, are they are they clearly selling? Like, is, is it only a matter of time before Lindholm gets moved? I mean, I think... Out of everybody, Lindholm is the most likely to go, and I think it's just a matter of time. But the the organization's a bit of a mess when it comes to will they rebuild, won't they rebuild. There, there seems to be no appetite. And I know it was talked about earlier today, um, you know, just about the direction of the team and the the lack of an appetite for a real rebuild. They always want to retool or, or reload or whatever you want to call it. And I think they're just kind of doing themselves a disservice and, and living with this mediocrity and and identity issues where you don't know if this is a team that really believes it's going to make the playoffs and do damage in the playoffs or if they're just sort of putting off the inevitable and that the rebuild just happened naturally because they're out of options and you know he's the one option i I know there's there's lots of rumors that them and hannafin have have been close and are still talking and that they you know that they'd like to get him back so you know they they at least have like their top three defensemen in tow and can not necessarily rebuild but maybe retool and get some pieces for lindholm uh is tanev then kind of an obvious out do you think like him and lindholm like do you see tanev on his way out as well i think it might be a one or the other when it comes to the defensemen ideally get what you can for all three of these guys if, if you're asking me what my opinion is. I okay. think they're just at a point where if you have assets coming in at a time when these guys are really valuable, because I think they're all very valuable, maybe the top few or at least three of the top you know, five or, or maybe ten, depending on how deep you go, assets for a contending team, um, it's time to get what you can for them. And I understand a little bit, Sort of the Hannafin's only 27. Where are you going to replace him with um, for the same amount of money and the cap's going up? I, I kind of see a little bit of the 
the mindset for trying to work out a deal with him. But in the end, it's going to come down to whether or not he wants to be here. Um, the money is going to be pretty high, and it just to avoid all of that, if I'm GM, I'm shipping every unrestricted free agent out the door if I can and getting uh, getting a nice return for it. Unless the market is really poor and you really feel like you're going to make the playoffs. But it, given what they've done this year, what they've done the last few years, it just doesn't look like that's something that's realistic and it's a bit of a bit of an ownership pipe dream, I think. Yeah. Steve McFarland uh, joins us from Calgary, uh, Oilers in the Flames tomorrow night. Uh, Jonathan Huberto obviously had a brutal start. Uh, he's showing a pulse here, it seems, the last few weeks. is it Was it just a confidence issue for him? Like, you've seen him making some really good passes, different things like that. What's what's kind of changed in his game? Yeah, I think it's a sort of a slow build, and, and I think that it's easy for us all to just think that a guy can – make a huge life transition and come into a new city and just be the same person and player he was. I just think it caught him off guard. I thought he think I think he thought he was going to be a Panther for life and, you know, essentially was fired from his job, fired from his team. And even though you're moving to a place that, that wants you, it was a lot for him last year. And then you jump into this year, everyone assumes, well, Daryl Sutter's gone. There's clearly some some friction there or just uh, it didn't really mesh well with the system and and you expect him to jump in right away this year and start performing at the old Huberto levels and it's not happened and I think that not having a good start probably compounded that confidence issue and I think that is the primary thing for him is he just hasn't felt like himself for so long that maybe he doesn't even know what that feels like anymore and he's sort of rebuilding himself and the Western Conference is such a different place and he's trying to be a little grittier in the in the corners and, and play a little heavier. Uh, but that's not his game. And I think we're seeing him maybe loosen up a little bit here and start to connect with, with a line and, and Sharon Govich has been a fantastic trigger man for him. Um, so yeah, I think he's just kind of rebuilding who and what he is as a player. And I don't know if he'll ever get back to, you know, the 70 assist kind of player, but, uh, but certainly anything he can contribute is really important to this team, and, and he's one guy who is unmovable. So uh, I guess if you're looking at a rebuild, you're, you're considering him part of that for for the duration of his contract. Steve McFarland uh, joins us. Steve, any update? What's new in Calgary? I know there was the political promise that, okay, they're going to get the arena going. Um, I haven't really seen or heard much. What's What's the latest? On the arena side, I, I think yeah. all is uh, all is well in terms of what they have planned and what they have agreed to. Um, I'm not entirely sure when they're expecting to break, break ground, but uh, certainly with the, the heavy chill that we've had in, in recent days, no one's really thinking too much about that. Um, but I, I don't see a lot derailing the process this time, whereas last time it was a little more uh, uncertain and the cost kept climbing. Whereas now, I think with the province involved, the city involved, and the Flames ownership group wanting this to happen, it, it's going to happen this time. Yeah, and the so is there a has there been a timeline? Like, is it going to start for the you know the start of the twenty six twenty seven season? Would they start on the road and give them an extra time? Is- Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK 
the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Is there a timeline at all on when? Or are we like not till the start of the 27th season? What's the, what's the plan? Uh, I think the minimum is, is a couple more seasons. Um, so... I could see it being delayed until 2027. Uh, there's such a huge sort of reclamation project, and, and things are happening. Like There are other moves being made in that area to get ready for the big build, but uh, uh, it's definitely going to take a couple more years to, to really get it to a place where they're uh, able to consider hosting. Yeah. Um, going back to, to the Flames and the Orders, and, you know, Edmonton has had Calgary's number for a while. Uh, every, everybody's seen that. And, you know, you, you look at the game tomorrow and, and the matchups that you have. I'm assuming Markstrom's um, going. But, you know, Nazem Kadri at times has, has elevated his game when, when he plays McDavid. There's been a little bit of extra juice. Not the fireworks. You know, without Matt Kachuk, it just doesn't have, you know, the same uh, animosity that we've seen in the past. Uh, do you, Does Calgary have the guys – now they can still crank it up to, to maybe want to ignite some fire. Like the orders have Kane and Nurse, obviously, but you know even Edmonton isn't necessarily filled with a, a bunch of guys who might get the Battle of Alberta going back to another level. Well, I'm a little disappointed that uh, rookie Martin Pospisil was uh, injured last night because I think he would have been one of those candidates who plays a bit of a, a greasier game. He can He can really throw his body around even though he's not a very big guy, but he would be sort of the closest thing this team has to an agitator outside of maybe, you know, A.J. Greer on the fourth line. I think he could be a guy who steps up his game a little bit and maybe he gets a more of an opportunity because of the injury, uh, because of the team's sort of lack of grit or or an enforcer. But uh, it's just definitely not the same without Kachuk. I, I think those those battles and that personality sort of brought it to uh, to a whole other competitive level. But I do think that you know someone like Kadri, he'll he'll look to sort of put a little bit more edge into his game. And I think the whole team is going to be very motivated to try to snap this winning streak because you know that that hatred is still there, even though the the names have changed. It's still a really important game that gets worked up in, in the media and I think in the locker room they 
they relish the opportunity a little more than they would like to admit. Yeah, no, and that's and as they should. Like you, you look for different reasons to get motivated. Why wouldn't you want to stop your rivals from you know it's their franchise record longest winning streak, and you, you'd love to snap it uh, if you could. And travel Saturday. shouldn't be an issue. No, no, travel won't be an issue. It's 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 hockey day in Canada, right? It's it's the late game on hockey night in Canada. Everybody's watching. I think there'll be a few more people watching just because of the uh, the twelve game winning streak for the orders, and so it just makes it more fun. I, I know I expect the building to be loud. There's always a lot of order fans mixed in with the Flame fans in Calgary. I've been to those games a lot. They're they're lots of fun uh, to be a part of. And uh, one player who's who you know what now obviously I know he played in the in the Heritage Classic, but uh, his first home game, Sharon Govich, he had a slow start in Calgary, but he's really come on here as of late. I think he's got the most goals for any player in the NHL on his on a, on a new team. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw his potential in Jersey in that one sort of twenty goal season, um, but he was a guy that just confidence is such a huge thing, and I think there are a number of Flames players that when they're feeling it, they're pretty good, and Dylan Dubé is. A guy who's come off of a couple of 18 goal seasons, and this year he's just he's just dropped off the radar completely. Um, whereas Sharon Govich has just been building his confidence, building his comfort level, um, and his chemistry with the with Lindholm and, and Huberto has just taken him to that level that I think he showed he could get to as a as a young player, but maybe wasn't sure that he could bring it consistently, and and it's just. It's amazing to, to see it happen, and and watch him sort of live up to that potential. And he's still a young player, but yeah, um, just amazing the the skills he has, and and when he's just kind of not overthinking things, how it just naturally happens and comes off a stick and ends up in the right spot. Well, well, it's a trade right now that's looking really good for Calgary. Toffoli's a pending UFA, and, you know, they got a young Sharon Govich who's playing well. You know, that's a deal that that's, I think's worked out quite well for Calgary, not just now, but looking ahead uh, for a few seasons. Lastly, Steve, outside of, um, you know, what about the goaltending situation? What uh, what do you see unfolding there? Do you see <laughs> Vladar? Do you see them making a move? And, and you know, where are they on Wolf? Like, do they believe 100% that he's an NHL goalie? I think that they believe it, but I think it's coming to a bit of a point where they need to show him that they believe it. And I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I, I don't know if Markstrom is completely ready. I think there is a chance. Huska said that there is a chance that he could play tomorrow and come back. Uh, if not, I think a lot of people would like to see what Dustin Wolf can do in a battle of Alberta and put him in the spotlight. Um you know, I know the Flames have this mentality where they need to win every game and they need to put their best lineup out there. But if if I'm looking at Dan Vladar, and he's a great backup and he's a, a wonderful guy and a, and a good personality, but, you know, I just think that in, you're, you're looking at a, a higher ceiling with Wolf, and I think it's time to see what he can do. And I think it would be a fantastic start. It would be a fantastic start for him in the Battle of Alberta if Markstrom isn't quite ready to come back. Well, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Steve, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for this. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. Where's that dust coming from? 
Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now.